He really is. <laughs> uh, somebody didn't hear me. He really is. Turn to your neighbor and say, our God is an awesome God. No, you didn't, you, didn't, you didn't say it like you meant that. You, you really didn't say that. Say, our God. Matter of fact, let's make it personal. My God is an awesome God. Oh, you really don't know. My God is an awesome God. He has done awesome things for me. Now give God some praise. Sister Brenda McMullen showed me this. Uh, I guess it was something on the cell phone. It was a, um, I guess it was a, a saying, but it was like on a postcard. And I know I'm not going to get it right, but this is what she says. And it said, this was the thought. It said, wonder if you woke up this morning with only the things you thought God, you thought you gave thanks for yesterday. Let me say it again. Wonder if you woke up this morning with only the things that you gave God thanks for yesterday, what would you have? <laughs> Some of us wouldn't have much. <laughs> <laughs> but wonder if God responded to us the way we respond to him. Because in reality, this is not religion, it's relationship. And in relationship, you want the person that you are pouring into to respond to you. And if God was like us, he would begin to allow us to wake up with only the things that we responded with thanksgiving to him for. Huh? I bet you we would come in here praising him. I bet you we wouldn't forget to thank him for the little things. I, I bet you today we'd be more thankful today than we was yesterday. <laughs> you know what? Brother Frank is right. You know what he said? Lord, forgive me. For taking for granted. Okay, let me. I'm not preaching yet. I'm not preaching. Somebody said, yes, you are. Relationships in proper order. That's what I see in Genesis 2 and 3. 
is, is, is the order of relationships. And when we get anything out of order, it affects everything. Our scripture text is Genesis chapter 2, verse 5 and 9. It will come up on the screen before you. And it will read it as such in our hearing. When no plant or field, when, the, when let me start on. When no plant of the field was yet in the earth, and no herb of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God has not caused, yet caused it to rain upon the earth. And there was no man to till the ground. But there went up a, a mist, a fog, a vapor from the land and watered the whole surface of the ground. And what he's saying is there was a time when, when he first made it, there was nothing. But then again, when God began to, to, to make it ready for Adam and Eve, instead of using rain, he calls fog, vapor, moisture, dew <laughs> to come up. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. Because the seeds was in the ground but he could not, they would not grow without moisture. Which means that he set an environment for growth and increase. When he started getting things ready for Adam and Eve. Let's move on. Then the Lord formed the man. Listen, it's, it's already, already set for him. Already prepared for him. He has speed up time to a place where, where it was just earth. It was, it was nothing growing. Then, then as he started, before he made man, he prepared the earth and called things to grow. Now he goes and form the man. Form the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. And, and the Lord, God planted a garden east of Eden. It, uh, uh, not just, just this is, he, he did everything, but then he made a special place. And in the Hebrew, Eden means, it means, it means the light, and it also means pleasure. <laughs> don't tell me God don't want us to have pleasure. Don't. Tell me God don't want us to have the light. That was the first place he made for him. But he wanted Adam to experience him first. Because if he would have gave him Eden first, Eden would have became his God. Out of order. Out of order. Let's go on. And there he put the man who he formed. A prepared place put prepared man by an awesome God. That's it. Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, please pour out your anointing, your, your wisdom. Show me what to say. You preach through me as I yield myself to you. Then, Father, let there be such a present, uh, just a, a manifestation of your presence 
that we hear, that we see in our spirit what you are saying to us. Lord, even now, Lord, even now, amen. This, the, the whole, and God just keeps on showing me. And you understand, I have poured over these texts for years in Genesis 2 and 3. I've poured over Ephesians 5, Ephesians 6 for years. Laying before God on my knees, there's Bibles where I literally have wore out the pages. They no longer have Genesis 2, Genesis 3, where Ephesians 5 and Ephesians 6, literally the pages was worn so thin that I no longer could use those Bibles. I still got two of them at home where they are so taped up, so written in, so because I needed to stay right here. God broke me down because there were some things he wanted to teach me. One of the things God would do, God will break you in order to teach you. God, God would take you to a place where, where the only way out is, is to seek him for understanding. And as he seeks you for understanding, and, and the way he makes you seek him for understanding is, is that he breaks you down. Where you get on your knees and say, Lord, teach me. Lord, show me. Lord, mold me. Lord, 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 Lord. There's things that God doesn't show you till he breaks you. So a casual reading of the scripture don't yield nothing to you because you're not open to it. <laughs> see, see, if I come to God thinking I already know, God said, well, why should I show you anything you already know? If I come to the scripture with my mind made up, God will keep his mouth shut because my heart isn't open. How can I say this? I'm just going to say it. The hardest thing to get to in the human being is our hearts. And if God doesn't have our hearts, he don't want the stuff we bring. And, and I don't know about you, God had to take me through some things. <laughs> so part of what I'm sharing with you has been labored, blood, sweat, and tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. Listen, 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 listen. Now, I, I not only seek the Bible for, for an understanding of him, but, you know, you got to seek the Bible for the understanding of you. Psychology is, a, is, is the study of the human nature. That's all psychology means. The study of human nature. We're humans, so, so there's a pattern. We have emotions. There's stuff about us. It's, it's how we think. It's how we feel. It's how we react. Well, who knows us better than God? God is not just interested in your spirit, but he's interested in your soul, in your emotions, in your body. Let me, let me show that to you. As soon as you start having so much pain, Lord Jesus, get a bad report from the doctor, come pray for me. 
gonna have operation. Oh, we want everybody to pray. We call the church, I'm having surgery. They're wrong with that. The problem is, why are we gonna turn it over to him then? And we didn't turn it over to him any other time. What I'm learning is that God is saying, I don't want you when you think you need me, but you need me all the time. So I want you to know that you need me and stay right there. <laughs> stay right there. When we get things out of order, nothing goes right. You know, we think tithes and offerings that God wants our money, the church wants our money. Then we start saying, well, well, I gave my money to the church. No, you didn't. You're supposed to be giving it to God. The blessing is giving it to God because he's the one who asked for it. Now, hold on. When my attitude is right and I'm giving it to God, now I have opened myself for a blessing because what God is trying to do is so that my money don't have me, that he has me. So, so I said, so when we struggle in our tithing and our giving, and, and, and God will begin to tell you to give amount you don't want to give. Won't he do that? <laughs> Listen, listen, after a while, it's not about tithes and offering. It's about God will place on your heart. God will even tell you to bless other folks. Why? Because God said it's mine anyway. And, and, can't, and can't I replace what I tell you to give? Then he turned around and said, don't you trust me? You know what? It's a challenge of our heart. And our faith. Listen, loving other folks is a challenge of your faith. Oh, yeah. How can I say? Everybody is not easy to love. Don't, look, don't say anything. Look straight. Everybody is not lovable. And sometimes God will place you at this and say, Lord, why do you make Uzzah? <laughs> it, it, it takes faith to love folks. You know what I realize? That we can't pass these tests of faith without being in order with him first. When we got a problem with everybody else, the problem is with him. You know, here, here, here he set Adam in the perfect place, even the perfect place. They got the perfect relationship, and they still mess it up. Listen, you know, some us think that if God placed us in the perfect place, that in a perfect situation, but then, you know, then, then, I, then I can do, I can be what God wants me to be. No, you wouldn't. You know what? If God placed any of us in a perfect place, in a perfect situation, because we're messed up, we would mess it up. And, then, and, and, and what God has shown me is this. Tracy, the reason why sometimes I put you in a hard place, because I'm trying to break your mess up. 
I got you so that you can't go to your plan A, B, C, and D, that all you got is me. It's, it's not religion. We got to get religion out of the way. Religion is us offering up to God what we want to offer up to him and expect him to be satisfied. Relationship is that my heart. Justin said something this morning. We was talking. I'm not going to tell the situation, but this is what he said. He said, I think I missed it. And he said, I felt bad. I said, wait a minute. It's not in the missing of it. It's in that you felt bad when you realized you missed it. So you're not in a state of rebellion. You just didn't understand. Now, hold on. Watch, watch this. When I don't understand, I have a lack of faith, but, but, but I feel bad about it. I say, Lord, give me another chance because next time I'm going to trust you. Now, hold on now. A state of rebellion is I'm not going to change and I'm not going to do what you want me to do because I want to do it my way regardless of what you say. Now, that, now that's a heart problem. In relationship with God, if I got a heart problem with God, you better believe I'm going to have a heart problem with you. Most of the people we run across got a heart problem. You know why? You know why we got rage, road rage, heart problem. You know why the world is the way it is? Heart problem. Do you know why we got a heart problem? Because we won't let God in. And only to the degree that we let God in can then, can you really see Christ and love through you and me? I know I realize God don't want my religion. He wants my heart. He wants your heart. He, he, he prepares this garden. He, he, he wants relationship with him. Notice, this is strange. Lord, then why did you put Adam in the garden after his relationship with you? Well, why, why did you do that? Remember I said that God knows us better than we know ourselves. Okay? Now, now watch, ladies need to understand this. Your husband needs you to... Look at y'all looking at me. You know why? Let me explain. Because God put that part in the man that is like himself. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, let me, let, can, can I go there? Let me go there. You know why some of us is not more blessed? Because we don't open up our mouth and praise him. If you sit on God for what he's done for you, you can't expect him to do much more. Don't that sound just like your husband? Why? God says, unless you respond to my goodness to you, if, if after a while, if you shut down, I shut down. If, if, if you don't acknowledge that is me that's opening up the door. That's it's me that's keeping you. It's me that's blessing you. And you think you're doing it? Well, I'll let you do it. 
Let's see how, let's see, let's see. Can I use you? Oh, it, it won't hurt. It'd be good. She's what you represent, the ladies. God is not male or female. He's non-gender. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In Genesis 1:27, when it says he made them in his image and his likeness, and he made him semicolon, male and female, he said, Well, I made their spirits, I made them together, and I blew them in Adam. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. I blew the part of me that 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 I I I made Adam like one part of me, but I made Eve like the other part of me. I made Adam to represent and emphasize this part of me, but I made her to represent and emphasize another part of me. Uh Listen, one is not more like God than the other. Uh Uh They both represent God. He fashioned you pink. Uh He fashioned me blue. Uh (laughs) So you wear your pink. Let me walk in my blue. And life, so, so when we come together, blue and pink makes purple, which is God's color. The fuller picture of God is not us individual, but us together, because God always is trying to see himself. When you talk about made in his image, what God's saying is, I, I want to see myself in you. And I made it so that it's not good for Adam to be alone. So I made him eat his counterpart. And watch this. And don't squabble about which one is more like me because you both are. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what the devil did? He made us not appreciate one another. He made us misunderstand one another. So now, so now, because, because the part of me is like, I need you to appreciate what I do, because, because you got to understand, Adam is, 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 is made, you know, he got it going on. He got kingdom. He got animals. He got the plant going on. I mean, this guy is strutting, and nobody didn't see him strut. <laughs> Why? Because God made him to have confidence. Watch this. Probably the best shooter in the NBA is probably Curry. Whether you like him or not, the boy can shoot. Perfect form. He, he could get the ball and, and, and shoot it in a minute. I mean, he can rain down threes. Let him lose his confidence. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let him lose his confidence. Listen, same form. Nothing physically wrong, but let him lose his mental confidence and watch him start missing the shots. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can I go a step farther? Ray Allen, who used to be a shooter in the NBA, uh, they had a movie about him and how he made it to the NBA and all of that. Had a documentary about him, and this was, you know, he had a bad game. The ball wasn't going in, so they were interviewing him, and this is what he said. 
They said, uh, your, your shot was off today. He said, oh, my shot wasn't off. He said, the ball didn't go in. <laughs> now, you need to think about that. And the ball not going in, your shot is off. But you know what? His confidence would not allow him to admit his shot was off. It was the ball's fault. It was not his fault. Do, do you got a jersey? <laughs> and y'all got a jersey? What? Huh? Who you got? Who? New York? Got anybody's name on it? Who? Yeah, many was. He was an all-star, wasn't he? Huh? Super Bowl. So he's football. He, yeah, he's quarterback. Uh, let me see. Would you wear somebody's jersey with somebody's name who rides the bench? <laughs> Why not? They got, I mean, number one, they don't have a jersey deal. Number two, nobody will ever buy it. Do y'all see where I'm going? The reason the ones who get the jersey contract is the superstars, and you never see somebody walking around with a name on their back of someone nobody knows. It's what God placed in the man that we want to be good at something, and whatever we can't be good at, we won't even try. And when we come to your, our wives and, and we are doing something, if you don't make big over us, that part of that man that is less like God who needs to pray, something dies on the inside. And watch this, watch this. And y'all say, but, but we don't need it. We, we do what we're supposed to do without you. We do a whole lot. Lynette is shaking her head. We do, I, I do this, I do this, I do this. Well, well, you're not a man. You don't want to be a man. <laughs> okay, but what's it? It does not do for you what it does for us. Why? Because that's the part of us that God placed in us that is like himself. Hold on. But then come Eve. Come on, Eve. Just play Eve. Come on, come on. The second, stop right there. The second thing she saw was not the garden, was not the animals. It was Adam. You know what you all got? Relationship. Y'all got the book of relationship within you. If, and watch this. If you're not broken and you're allowed the Holy Spirit to, to, to deal with you, you know what relationship ought to feel like. Listen, the problem is Satan got in there and messed it up. Hurt got in there. So now a lot of ladies don't trust no man. And a whole lot of ladies, I tell you, every man is a dog. Every man what? One thing. 
And not what's it? Why? Because your experience has taught you that. Okay, so, so already, give me the hand. Now watch this, give me the hand again. Mary and like that. Why? Because for you, relationship has hurt. Now watch this, hold your hand up. If you hold your hand up for too long, I'm going to go do work. And not entertain relationship because work, at least I get an end result and it makes me feel good. But when I come close, What's this? Thank you. I'll call you back. What's this? What's this? What's this? You know, just because I stand up here and I call you man and woman to kiss your bride, you now husband and wife. And, and you go off and you think you know what you're doing? You really still <laughs> man and woman. Okay, why? Because you, you haven't done this, and, 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 and this, you know, it's, it's a five-degree turn between here and there. And what happens is, because we don't think, we think we know how to do this. Fifty years married. No, they tolerated one another 50 years. unhappy for 50 years. Come on, y'all. See, 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 until we deal with truth and the Bible deals with truth, then we'll never get fixed. Until we allow the Bible to cut us at core level. You know what? Many of us just want to come to church and, and what the pastor got, and then we go, ah! What did he talk about? I don't know. But I'm meddling now. But you know what? The Bible meddles with me. The Bible challenges me. The Bible makes me change. And unless we are changing, we are not growing. Uh, unless God is dealing with our want-tos, our ain'ts, our ain't-going-to, the truth of the matter is, unless we are constantly allowing God to challenge us, God has quit speaking to some of us. Listen. Watch this. Watch this. If I keep calling you and you don't answer, I'm going to quit calling you. Hold on, come on now. If, if, if you're in a relationship with somebody and, and you call them and they don't respond, and you got, after a while, you're going to say, then why you think God is any different? That if we're not responding to what we know we ought to respond, and God's trying to change us, and we're not changing. In the relationship, God still loves you, but he'll go sit down somewhere on you. 
still keep you, still bless you, but he ain't talking to you. Read all the Bible you want to. You know, now some of us have come to church because we got religion. Religion means I come to church because I'm supposed to. I come to church because this was I ain't expecting nothing. So, so watch this. Come to church for 999 years and there have been no change in my attitude. Why? Because for 999 years, I haven't expected anything. But I dare you. I dare you to come to church to meet Jesus. I dare you. I dare you to say, here I am, Lord. I dare you to open up your heart and let him speak to you. Listen, he may not speak what you want him to speak, but whatever he speaks is good. Have you ever taken some medicine? It was nasty medicine. You didn't want to take it, but after you took it, have anybody ever rubbed some Vic rub? Let's go old school. Had a chest call. And mama comes in with this vapor rub. That stuff stinks. Don't have a cut on you. And you go to sleep, can't breathe, all stuffed up, but let that stuff get in your pores. Let, let that stuff get down in your chest. The next morning, all that stuff. There's some stuff that you drink. Uh, that brings back horrible memories. Let's change the subject. But it worked. But it worked. But it worked. I, I think may not always taste good, may not always sound good, may not always feel good, but he works. He loves us enough to cut us in all the right places. How can I say this? And I'm about ready to go. It's he. He's after something. And what I discovered is this. When I thought I was wiser than God, I tried to take shortcuts to get to where I wanted to get to. Now, I don't know about your experience, but my experience is it never worked. There was an elephant. It really was a right white rhino reserve because white rhinos is, is in danger of extinction. Yes, but in this reserve was also elephants because they get, a, well, they don't get along because nobody get along with a rhino. <laughs> but elephants are gentle enough creatures to move out of the rhino's way. They coexist. They're at the watering spot, and, and the elephants are down there. And when the rhinos come, you know, rhinos got an attitude like, I'm the baddest, biggest thing on the block. Get out my way. So the elephants pay them no attention and just get out the way because of their nature. Because of their nature. 
Well, this reserve had gotten so full of elephants and rhinos, they said, we need to start a second reserve. Documentary. So on documentary, you can look it up. So, so when they, so when they, so they took these teenage elephants and, and made a reserve, and all of a sudden, stuff started happening. Trees was turned over. Rhinos was dead in the middle of the street. They'd been gored by the elephants. All of a sudden, other animals was trampled. Matter of fact, these elephants became a gang in this reserve. They brought in a zoologist to say, okay, what's the problem? He studied them and he said, this is the problem. Y'all took them away from their fathers too soon. They don't know how an elephant ought to act. So they're running around doing any and everything. Sound like us, huh? Okay. Let's get back on track, okay? Now, he said, bring in 40 bull elephants. Ship them in and bring them into this reserve. They brought in 40 bull elephants, male elephants full grown, and the problem stopped immediately. This is what I got from that. God started working with me, and God said, I have a pattern and a way of doing everything. And when you operate outside of my pattern, you bring trouble on yourself. Oh, oh, oh. Listen, listen, listen. God, God, God said, I set before you blessing. Blessing is obedient. Blessing is, 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 is trusting me. Now watch this. It's not that you do everything right. It's that your heart wants to follow me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See, as long as he got his eyes on me, even if he missed up a little bit and take a dip, I still will call him to me. And I will bless even his misstep because he's chasing me. See, it's not his walk I want, it's his heart I want. Because if I got his heart, I can correct his walk. But if I don't got his heart, then he's not really walking with me. <laughs> See, religion is we're trying to offer up to God our stuff. And the, and the truth of the matter is you don't got nothing to offer. We want, we want, we want him to accept what we think, what we want, our duty. We want, we want, we want, listen, listen, and there's no blood in it. The only thing God the Father can receive, got to bleed be his blood. The blood of Jesus is the only thing. Now watch it. When he comes to me with nothing in his hand, but depending on Jesus to cover him. Listen, he's covered by the blood. He's covered by the blood. Then the father said, I see the blood of my son. If you're going to come with me with an open heart, then you're received by me. What I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, 
It is a relationship. What is a relationship I'm trying to hear? Then what I hear, I'm trying to obey. Listen, what is the relationship I see him and only through his light do I see myself? Can I tell you a secret? Y'all ready for this? It's not about us. Oh, some of y'all looking like you how confused. It's about him. And when I make it about him, that's when he makes it about us. Oh, he's good. In the midst of the storm, he's good. Listen, listen, when it's about him, you understand that he got you in trouble. And you understand that, that you may not like where you at, but he's good right there. There's something about him that makes everything okay. You know, you know, you know, he will rock you with trouble all around you. He'll rock you to sleep. Oh, yes, he will. The Lord will keep you in your right mind whether if other folks was going through what you going through, God will speak peace to you. Listen, listen, listen. When you got Jesus on your side, it really doesn't matter who else is not on your side. He is just... You know, you know, you know what he want? Us to catch on fire. Let me tell you how you catch on fire. Start thinking about how good he's been to you. Hey, let, me, let me help you, let me help you, let me help you, let me help you. Remember the day you got saved? Take a, take a stroll back to what you want to forget and all the mess you was caught up in. And he still picked you up, picked you out, chose you, elected you, loved on you. Oh, it's not that he's finished, but I'm sure glad I'm not what I used to be. You, you know what, you know what? You need to stir up the fire. You need to stir up. You're like, how can I say this? Quit. Looking like you sucking on lemons. And get some joy in your life. God, the relationship, the walk with Jesus will put a smile on your face. Oh, yes, he will. Just start thinking about it. Just start thinking about his goodness. Just, just, just start thinking about his mercy. Just start thinking how good he's been. Just start thinking how he kept you. How he brought you. How he made a way for you. Nobody, nobody but Jesus. Nobody, nobody but him. Through all the storm, through all the hurt, he's been there all the time. 
other folks will let you down, but Jesus, but Jesus was there all the time. If you can't love that about him, then I'm not sure you know him. Because when you know him, you got to can't help it sometimes. Oh, 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 he's just that 